Ready? Mm, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> You're listening to We Need to Talk About Sam, a podcast where a supernatural superfan and a supernatural newbie discuss every single episode of the hit CW show. And this week, we will be covering Season 3, Episode 6, Red Sky at Morning. I'm Kenzie. I'm Haley. And we need to talk about Sam. like doing it again so i feel like i in my head it almost said i'm sam because <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking of the title of the, the podcast. podcast and i'm like i'm oh, sam you're so funny no. oh no <laughs> but i caught myself all righty this is a fun episode yeah. It's definitely a step up from last week. It's not like last week's was awful. It was just kind of middle ago. of the road. Oh, yeah, it was two weeks ago. <laughs> God, I'm losing track of time. Like, it was just kind of middle of the road. Yeah. It was good, but it wasn't not the my best. Favorite. This one I like a lot more. Um, mostly because of Bella. I happen to yeah. quite enjoy Bella. Um, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Especially that dress. Yes. Ooh, oh, my wow. gosh, she looks amazing. Yeah, and the hairstyle is, it's so, like, it's kind of, like, 2000s updo, but it's also kind of timeless. Yeah. I, don't, like I love cl- it. kind of classic. Yeah, I love it, with the kind of, like, beachy curls, or the beachy mm-hmm. waves. Yeah. Big fan. We're not to that part yet, though. We are on the <laughs> recap. We go over the whole hunting thing, or saving people, hunting things. Um, Bella and who she is, Dean's deal, Sam's, like, determination to save him, and then we kind of recap the ending of last episode when, if you guys remember, Sam, um, summoned the demon that Dean made his deal with, um, and then shot her in the head. (laughs) Good job, Sam. Not. (laughs) Um, and then we kick into our cold open. We open with a woman who's, we will later learn... Blah, blah, blah. We will later learn is named Sheila. She's jogging at night with headphones in. Mm-hmm. By herself. Feels not very smart. <laughs> but she's an independent woman. She looks very fit. I'm sure she's very capable. Um, but for the general audience, that's not Don't super do that. safe. Don't do that. Uh, also... <laughs> saw this thing pointing out that jogging is by far one of the most dangerous activities that someone can be participating in in Supernatural. So many people out jogging get, like, caught in things or see things or... Stop exercising. Save a life. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's really great. Exercise is good for you. Just kidding. Yeah. Just do it safely. (laughs) Yes, please be safe. Well, she sees a... um, She sees the, the... um, gosh, wow, I'm struggling. She sees this ship out in the har- harbor while she's stopped to get some water. But it's um, like an old time ship. Yeah, it's not like, like a cruise liner or a yacht or something. This is like a, I think they call it a clipper. It's like a three-mast clipper or something like that. I don't really know what that means, but it makes me think like Pirates of the Caribbean or something. Yeah. Um, and it disappears. And clearly she's like kind of freaked out but decides to just leave it be. 
Um, we cut to later. She's showering. We get a totally unnecessarily unnecessary pan down her bare back. Um, is, excuse me? <laughs> Stop that! <laughs> Eyes are so up here. No, she's naked. Yeah. As you are in the shower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also made a note about how do people in TV shows and movies shower like that? Where they, like, put their full face into the water? I do that. I can't do it. <laughs> Haley knows this. When we shower together at her place, I, ke- I get a washcloth. <laughs> And hang it over the side of the tub. And yeah, I'll use that like her face to, wet. like, dry my face <laughs> at least two or three times throughout the shower. I, I don't like the, like, my face wet either, but I like getting it submerged. I don't know. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I don't that know. This is part of the shower experience. Um, it's, like, cathartic. <laughs> I don't find it cathartic. I, I find it overstimulating. Um, also, also, she just keeps like running her hands over her hair. I noticed. I'd never noticed this detail before, but I definitely noticed it today. So like the director's just, like, "Okay, act like you're, <laughs> act like you're washing her." And she's doing hair. that thing that I'm pretty sure most like women with or people with longer hair do when you're like trying to get the shampoo or conditioner out, where you're just running your hands over like your hair, it like, wringing it out. But that's all she's doing. <laughs> the whole shower. That's it! She's getting that's... her face drenched and then I wringing mean, out her hair. Maybe she's got my issue where she's got soft water and so it can be difficult to tell when she's rinsed the conditioner out. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to explain that issue to my dad and he fully did not get it. She's... My dad is basically bald, though, so... <laughs> she's zoning out in the shower, as most of us do. That She's just yeah, enjoying yeah, she's the warm water. And then she gets murdered. She's probably thinking about the weird ghost ship she saw. Yep, and then she gets murdered yes. by the ghost. It's brutal. You watch her hand like slide down the. <laughs> you see her face. dramatically. Her face gets like smooshed against the glass. Oh, I missed that part. You missed that detail. Yeah. It was funny. <laughs> it was very dramatic. <laughs> Extremely dramatic. Very sudden. Very dramatic. But long story short, she's dead. <laughs> And then we get our splash as, screen. As is anyone in the cold open. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you show up in the cold open of a Supernatural episode, you're dead. <laughs> Sorry. Too bad. So sad. Unfortunate. <laughs> Hope you live a good, lived a good life. Probably a 50-50 on that one. <laughs> Depends on what kind of ghost they're running. All right. But yeah. But then we get our splash screen. Oh, it's my turn. Yes, it's my turn. I'm in bold. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so... We're in the Impala. Yeah, and they're driving down a road at night. As night, they right? do. Yep. Yeah. As they are wont to do. Um... It's their habit. And then Dean's like, are we gonna bring up the thing that happened? And Sam's like, what are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about! <laughs> and Dean's like, I know you killed the crosswords... Crossword... <laughs> The crossword crossword demon? demon. We're back to the crossword (laughs) demon again. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta solve a crossword in order to get your wish granted. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Solve a crossword? (laughs) Crossroads demon. Um, He noticed that there's a bullet missing from the cult, and he's mad that Sam put himself in danger. Uh, But Sam, it doesn't... Give a shit. He doesn't give a single fuck. He's like, look, Dean, you started this. Yeah, he's I'm like... trying to save your life. I'm not sorry about it. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to figure out which... Because we definitely have an episode titled Crossword Demon, but I don't remember yeah, which episode. It seems familiar. Oh, it's, um... 
Episode 42 is titled Crossword Demon. That's why I said we're back to the Crossword that, that Demon. That was probably me, yeah. too, huh? Uh, it might have been me, <laughs> to be quite honest with you. <laughs> and then Dean's like, and you shot her. <laughs> you shot her! She was a smartass! <laughs> You're well, a smartass. She kind of was a smartass. She was. She was, in fact, a smartass. Um, that's kind of her job. <laughs> I feel like all crossroad demons are smart asses. Yeah. Most it's demons in are. The it's, it's in the <laughs> job description. Uh, from here we jump to daytime. The boys are ver- ver- bleh. The boys are visiting Sheila's aunt, Gertrude. Um, ask- this is a very aunt name. She does. But she insists that Sam call her Gert later. Gert. Gert. <laughs> Yep. That's worse. First she corrects him because he says Mrs. Case and she says Miss Case. You know, uh, I kind of like the name Gertrude, but not Gert. <laughs> it just makes me think of Susical. Because it sounds like a dog or a cat coughing up a hairball. Gert, yes. Gert, Gert. <laughs> <laughs> the name Gertrude makes me think of Susical because Gertrude is the name of the one feathered bird that falls in love with Horton, the elephant. I have not seen Susical in a very long time. I love Susical. I was in Susical my freshman year of high school, so very fond of it. Um, you and Hera both were in Susical in high school. <laughs> were we really? That's yeah. funny. Um, but so they they come to they're trying to get some more details about Sheila's death. Um, she's like, I thought I already answered all these questions for the other detectives, and Dean's like, that's a different department. We're the sheriff's department. They're the police department. It's different departments. Dean, I think those are the same thing. Yeah, that's not how that works. That's the joke, is they are the same department. Um, Gert, Gert, as I'm going to call her, <laughs> is very obviously flirting with Sam. Um, and she asks if they are working the case with Alex. Dean's like, yeah, yeah, us, Alex and us. We're real tight, yeah. I have no idea who Alex is. And she's immediately opens up then. Uh, and she reveals to them that Sheila apparently talked about having seen a boat before not long before she died um and that alex whoever alex is thinks that this was a ghost ship uh so that's fun <laughs> you know normal conversations with yeah people. oh yeah totally normal <laughs> i mean alex does seances <laughs> so sam has learned about reports of a massive ghostly ship in the bay and dry land drownings every 37 years Dryland drownings are a real, like, real-life phenomenon, if I remember Isn't correctly. Isn't that, like, after you've drank, or, I mean, like, been in water? We do. Inhaled a bunch of water? Yeah, It's like I a delayed so. drowning thing? Yeah. I think that's about right. Yeah, dry, dry drowning occurs when someone inhales water through the nose or mouth, causing a spasm in the airway and difficulty breathing. It's called dry because water does not enter the lungs. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Well, basically, so... And I think that can also be what you described, where there's, like, water. I I swear I've heard of that before. Yeah. I'm not gonna delve too deep into that. Um, (laughs) Basically, if you see the ship, you die a few hours later. Yeah, that's just... Um, But it is an area with a bay nearby, so there's lots of shipwrecks in the area. (laughs) Lots of shipwrecks. And lots of uh, working ships, too, I assume. Probably, yeah. So narrowing it down is gonna be difficult. They're, like... Down by the water. Yeah. When they're having this conversation. It's like I'm a, pretty sure I you guess can, an like, ocean town. You can, like, see boats in the background. I don't actually know. I have the 
I assume it's by an ocean. It's not a lake, but maybe um, it's a lake. I don't know. No, it's an ocean. I think it's an east coast. Yeah, they're in Sea Pines, Massachusetts. See, it's called Sea Pines. They're, they're by the sea. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I so definitely this is a lots of boats. Town. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would assume so. It's, it's usually a safe assumption. If you guys live in Sea Pines and it's real, let us know. <laughs> yeah, if we happen to have a listener from Sea Pines, Massachusetts, <laughs> what are the odds of that? Oh, uh, yeah. This is when um, Dean discovers to his horror that the Impala is missing. Uh, he promptly has a panic attack. <laughs> <laughs> he's like... Ugh. He is. He's like... Sam's bent like, over wheezing. Dude, are you okay? <laughs> Sam's like... Dang, this is weird. And then he sees that Dean's literally, like, hyperventilating and is like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> and this is when Bella Talbot makes her appearance. She's like, oh, was that your car? She's like, it was in a no, it was in a towaway zone. And Dean's like, no, it wasn't. And she's like, well, it was when I was done with it. Like, Bella, what did you do to the car? <laughs> what did you do to it? Go forward. A, a tow. Ugh, tow away. Yeah. So we learned that she is Alex. Uh, and apparently one of the ways that she makes a living is by scamming old women, <laughs> selling them charms and doing seances for them so they can talk to their dead cats. Um, she has convinced Gertrude that she solved the murder of sh- her niece. Uh, but now, because the boys have told Gertrude that the case is not closed, uh, which Gertrude didn't know, obviously, uh, Gertrude is now refusing to pay Bella, which is a problem. A problem for Bella. Yeah. Uh, she, like, taunts them a bunch. She's real vicious this episode. She's really sassy. She's this whole real episode. sassy this whole episode. Um, and eventually she leaves. Uh, she walks away. We get the iconic, can I shoot her? Not in public. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so good. Uh, and I get the bathroom drowning. Yeah. So there's, just shows this shirtless dude in the bathroom. <laughs> Of course he's shirtless. I think he's getting ready to take a bath. I think, yeah. Like, he's filling the tub up. Um, he, like, he's getting ready. He looks over at his bathtub because he, like, did the spouts turn back on? Or did you just hear a weird noise? Or I don't really know. I was looking at my notes. Yeah. <laughs> I think I I'd gone he, back to add details. of the bathtub for some reason. Yeah, I think he, like, hears something... And then he, like, takes um, a close look, and then a hand comes out and grabs him by the throat. Yeah, well, because the tub is really, really full. He, like, turns off the faucet. Yeah, he overfilled he, it a little too much. And then he pulls the plug, and it doesn't do anything. Oh. He, like, the water level doesn't change at all. And then that's when he gets grabbed by the throat by a ghost hand from the water. And then his face, like, has, like, these black it's, veins in it. It's a death. And his eyes are, like, sagging <laughs> out. out it's really. head. It's, it's a good effect, but it's gross. It's real freaky. But we don't see, like, the drowning effect yet. No, we don't get that till Peter. Yeah. Oh, I didn't I didn't realize we that. We don't see it with the first two victims. No, I didn't realize that. Um, but yeah, it's ruled as a drowning. Yeah. Uh, we cut to the next morning where Bella, posed as a journalist, is interviewing the victim's brother, um, a man named Peter, asking him about the ship. The boys cut in and are like goodbye <laughs> they're posing as detectives uh and they they ask peter they're like so you said something about a ship and he's like they're like can you describe it for us and he describes it in like vivid detail and they're like wow like your brother gave you a lot of detail and he's like no we were together we went we went night diving and we both saw the ship 
Um, Yeah, so. Oops. (laughs) And then, of course, Bella has gone over to talk to the real cops and is like, I don't think those men are detectives. (laughs) (laughs) She's just a pain in the ass. Uh, The boys decide that they are going to try and protect Peter. So they are, like, getting their... uh, like guns ready and stuff uh, when Bella approaches she's like oh you got your car back uh and this is where she gets real vicious going on about how they're no better than her uh she says that they are a stone's throw from being serial killers she's not entirely wrong especially once they get Ruby's knife and just start stabbing demons left and right like I'm sorry you're killing the vessels too I mean they're serial killers for supernatural creatures (laughs) yep yep they are the supernatural version or they they are the boogeyman for supernatural monsters Monsters. (laughs) yep so but the the boys are obviously very sick of her (laughs) and we cut to that evening honestly peter lasted a long ass time after he saw the ghost ship i just realized yeah he lasted the longest (laughs) yeah good lord he definitely lasted the longest because they the ghost had to visit the brother first, so it delayed him a minute. And then, and ghosts can't really do stuff at, during the day. We yeah. talked about that during Asylum. That Maybe his brother certain... saw it first and he saw it second or something. Yeah. Yeah. I do think that's probably... Yeah. The ghost ha- can only do so much well, in one night. Only so many hours in the night. He's got his hands full. He can't work overtime. <laughs> Well, and I imagine it probably takes a little bit of energy, so, like, maybe you had to recharge. And yeah. then they can't really do stuff during the daytime. At yeah. least some ghosts can't. He's got a busy life. <laughs> busy ghost life. <laughs> Drowning innocent people. <laughs> um, I, would, I don't know if I'd call... Uh, maybe not innocent. Peter and his brother innocent. She, I think I might call innocent. We never really learn... We do a little what bit later. What the cause of her the car accident was? But it sounded like it wasn't her fault. Yeah, it's so like I don't an know. accident. I'd say she's innocent, unless she was I don't know drinking. In which case, I could see why the ghost would blame her. Anyway, so the boys are staking out Peter's house um, while Sam does some more digging. He is on his laptop <laughs> in the car. I guess he's borrowing the internet from Peterson. He must be. Is did that they a have thing Wi-Fi in, the early 2000s? in 2007? <laughs> I assume they did, but I don't when know. When did this episode air? Um, yeah, this episode aired in November Wait, of 2007. Wait, when was Wi-Fi invented? When was Wi-Fi invented? Because <laughs> I remember the dial-up internet days. I that, don't. That shows my age. 1997. Okay. Oh, so, so Wi-Fi's been... as old as me. <laughs> it's been okay. around for a minute. When did okay. Wi-Fi become widely used? 2005. The term Wi-Fi was added to the Merriam-Webster English Dictionary. Um, 2007, Wi-Fi enabled phones. Now smartphones became popular. 2009, Wi-Fi sales surpassed 600 million globally. And as of two- 2012, Wi-Fi is now in 25% of homes worldwide. So I, guess I guess Peter, like, looked like a pretty wealthy dude, so he'd probably be the kind of guy to have Wi-Fi. They're probably or someone in his smooching off his Wi-Fi. Yeah, I'm guessing Sam's wo- mooching. Wooching? Wooching. <laughs> wooching off to Moo-Fi. Wooching off to My-Fi. <laughs> or they have a hotspot or something. Maybe. <laughs> 2007? I don't know. Their hotspot's invented. <laughs> Wi-Fi's been around since 97, so I'm sure someone invented hotspots. When were mobile hotspots invented? 
1993. What? That's as old as oh, I that am. that was when it was first proposed. <laughs> Probably early 2000s. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, <laughs> Listen, it's been a long week. <laughs> so Sam's doing some digging on his computer with questionable Wi-Fi origins. <laughs> On Peter's history. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> All right. Um, so they, I don't know where they learned this. Maybe it was in the newspaper. Um, so he and his brother inherited a large fortune from their dad. Yeah, he's like doing some digging online, so he's probably. It's like, at, like multiple multiple millions, I think. Yeah, like lots of money. I can check the quotes and see if it says anything. Uh, quotes. No, of course it doesn't. No, I'm cur- I'm really curious. This is not important. About what? Really. About how much money they make. It was like <laughs> or inherited. One point something million? I don't know. Um, Holy shit! Oh, 112 million. million. Okay. <laughs> That's more than one point something million. So Peter spots them being creepers in their car and calls them out as not being cops. <laughs> They're says, like, but we're undercover. We're he's not. like, he's like in those clothes and that crappy car. And he's like, oh, there's no need to get nasty. <laughs> <laughs> um, insult, baby. But, um, he decides to get in his car and is, like, trying to run away from them, which is kind of suspicious activity. Um, I think he's just going out, but... He's, like, in a hurry. I don't know. Um, they're worried about him, so they, like, hurry after him. Because he, like, crashes his car. Well, he's, he's still in his driveway. Yeah. He doesn't even get out of his driveway. Well, he, like, crashes into something, doesn't he? Does he? I don't think so. I think the car breaks down. Oh. If I correctly, like, the ghost breaks the car. Anyway, they run over, do that. and he's already been attacked by the ghost, and he's drowned. Mm-hmm. That's where we get the first drowning effect. Yes! Which is we, really we scary. We get him, like, creepy. like, spewing water yeah. inside of his car. Like, he's fully on dry land. I don't, like, there's no water nearby, and he's just, like, throwing up water everywhere, or, like, coughing it up, really. It's, yeah. It's very effective, very they, nasty. They still see the ghost in the car. They do, yeah. So Dean runs around, tries to shoot through the window, but he disappears. Yeah, the ghost. And Peter's already dead. Yep. Yeah. So, and the ghost is this, like, I'd say he's probably, like, 30s, 40, or he's 37, right? Oh, yeah. We learn later the ghost is, like, 37, so he's, like, late 30s. And he's got, like, stringy, like, wet hair. Mm-hmm. Wearing, um, like, old, like, Pirates of the Caribbean era-esque yep, very, sailor yep. clothes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he's very distinct. And he's drenched as well, like he's been in water. Yeah. So, we cut to the boys driving, I'm assuming, back to um, the place where they're squatting. <laughs> which Bella's gonna <laughs> give him shit for later. Um, and Dean tries to comfort Sam by reminding, he's like, you know, we can't save everyone. And Sam's like, yeah, I know, but lately I feel like I can't save anyone. Um, and I think this is Sam really kind of projecting how he feels like he's failing Dean. 
onto this case. I mean, something he's been struggling with, I think, since last season about, like, not being able to, feeling like he's been able to save people and fighting his inner yeah darkness and all that, too. Yeah, definitely. And this whole thing with Dean is just ramping it up. Yeah, making like, it he, worse. He really is not feeling like he can accomplish the things that he wants slash needs to do. Um, and, like, protect the people he loves. Um, so we cut to, I'm guessing, morning. The, the Winchesters are squatting in this abandoned house. It's actually, again, not too bad of a looking place for an abandoned house. It looks pretty good. It's fairly Mm -hmm. clean. Um, Bella arrives. (laughs) She's like, oh my god, are you squatting? (laughs) But she has a gift. She's been doing her own research, and she has found that the ship is the Espirito Santo, um, which... I'm guessing it is Espirito? Espirito? Probably. Espirito. Because I think that means spirit, right? Yeah. Espirito. Espirito Santo. Espirito. Santo. Espirito Santo. I took (laughs) one semester of Spanish (laughs) in the ninth grade. Eighth. I think it... Yeah. Espirito Santo. No. It was eighth grade. So, my my pronunciation is not that great. Um, I took three years in high school, but I don't remember most of it. <laughs> I took three years of ASL, and I don't remember anything but the basics. Yeah. So, that's fun. That's what happens um, when you don't keep using what you learn. You yep. forget it. <laughs> yep. I was barely remembering anything while I was taking ASL. Yeah, to like, be fair, same. <laughs> I'm not very good at languages. Um, I'm very bad at English, so. But, um, we did a little, I did a Google... Um, there is a ship by this name, but it is, like, a big, like, steam liner kind of ship. Is very, that, much more modern. Is it the name of a city? And it's the name of a city in Brazil. Okay. So, there's, as far as I could tell, there's no, uh, three-mast clipper by this name. There's um, no, uh, ghost ship origins around <laughs> yeah, this ship yeah. of this name, I don't um, think. Um. What? Your hair's sticking out a little bit funny on the side. <laughs> it's is okay. It still? Nope, looks better. It was just laying funny. <laughs> um, Bella says that this is a death omen. Uh, the ghost is a sailor who was hung for treason when he was 37. Apparently he was tried in a kangaroo court. Uh, which a is a term court. I keep hearing and I don't <laughs> remember what it's called, what it means. Uh, I know kind of... The gist is basically that, like, it's, yeah, it's a, a mock court where the principles of law and justice are disregarded or perverted. So a court characterized by irresponsible, unauthorized, or irregular status or procedures. Um, so, like, the first time I heard that term was actually in reference to the trial of a couple by the LDS church before they got excommunicated. It was a kangaroo court. They'd, like, already made up their mind, and it wasn't, like, a proper trial, quote-unquote, of any kind, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, it wasn't a fair shot. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this guy was tried for treason and then hung, uh, and his hand was removed after death to make a hand of glory, uh, which is fun. And by fun, I mean gross. Where on earth is my link? Here we go. I'm going to read real quick from the Super Wiki 
page for the Hand of Glory. So this is what SuperWiki has to say, which is that a Hand of Glory is the hand of a murderer removed while he is on the gallows and then pickled and dried. Pickled hands. Mm. Ew. with candles made from the fat of a murderer is said to render people unable to move it was also said to also said to be able to unlock any door thus making it useful for thieves do we see a hand of glory in harry potter yes i was gonna say it's the hand that grabs grabs harry yeah in um in um god what's it called the dark art shop that he in nocturnally yeah yeah god i don't know what the shop's called but yeah. Hold on, it'll come back to me. <laughs> I keep wanting to say Borgen Flor- and Burks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Borgen and Burks. I wanted to say Flourish and Blots, and I knew that was 100% <laughs> I not correct. I can't wait to say that to you. Oh, really? Oh, I think it's the B. The, it's the bookstore. It's the B in the name that was throwing us. Um, um, I yeah. think it must have a different function in the Harry Potter universe. <laughs> I think it definitely does. But it's but. associated with the dark arts, obviously. Obviously. Babe has done a little bit of research, too. Yeah. This is what Babe's found. Um, so I took this from Wikipedia. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> um, it's pretty similar lore. Um, so it's the dried and pickled hand of a hangman. <laughs> often, pickled hand. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> often specified as being the left hand. Or if the person was hanged for murder, it was the hand that did the deed. Uh-huh. Um... So old European beliefs attribute great powers to a hand of glory combined with candle made from fat from the corpse of the same malefactor Ew. who died on the gallows. Ew! <laughs> yeah, people That's were weird back detail. then. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> the candle so made lighted and placed as if in a candlestick in the handle, ha- handle of glory. Hand of glory would have rendered motionless all persons to whom it was presented. Which I, I don't understand how that would be like such a big need. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like, oh, that's a cool power. It makes everyone frozen for a second. Okay. Um, the process for preparing the hand and the candle are described in 18th century documents with certain steps disputed due to difficulty in properly translating phrases from that era. The concept inspired short stories and poems in the 19th century. It's so interesting because the. the... What I'd always heard of a hand of glory is that it only shines light for the person that's, like I think we're getting the to that thief part. that's holding it. Maybe let's see. Or um, according to old European beliefs, a candle made of the fat from a malefactor who died on the gallows, lighted and placed. Oh wait, I read that part. Um, the method for holding the candle is sketched. You can see the sketch below. Um, the candle could only be put out with milk. <laughs> Interesting. Um, oh, yeah, there it is. In another version, the hair of the dead man is used as a wick, and the candle would give light only to the holder. Yeah. I, that's the version I've heard. Not the not the hair as a wick, which that sounds like a really bad wick. Um, <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't just, last long. No, yeah, no, I feel like that wouldn't really... Because the, the, the reason like we use cotton wicks or wooden wicks is because they like absorb the wax as it melts, and I feel like hair doesn't do that. Um, <laughs> but the candle only giving light to the holder, that I have heard. It also mentions also kind of what you went over. It's purportedly had the power to unlock any door it comes across. Um, 
The method for making Hand of Glory is described in Petit Albert and in the Compendium Maleficarum. You which get is to a pronounce cool that episode title when we get to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's kind of basically the concept, I guess. I don't like them. They sound gross. Not a fan. Also, the one in the episode, very, very icky looking. Also not a fan. Oh, do we want to touch on ghost ships? Yeah, who wants a pickled hand? I didn't really do much. I did some on ghost ships. Because we kind of touched on ghost ships a little bit. Yes, literally all that the Super Wiki has is a ghost ship can refer to either a ship that appears as an apparition after it is known to have sunk, or a ship which continues to sail after its crew mysteriously vanishes. And Sam mentions that they are often a death omen. So, some... Famous ghost ships mentioned throughout the show are the Espirito Santo, which is the one in Red Sky at Morning, Flying Dutchman, SS Violet, and the Griffin. The babe has a little bit of yeah reading on ghost ships. This is also taken from Wikipedia. Uh, and as always, all of these links are going to be in the show notes for you guys if you want to do a little bit deeper of a dive on yeah. your own. The, oh man. You could go into a really deep rabbit hole on ghost ships. I <laughs> oh, barely I scratched the surface. Yeah, I was say, because we kind of touched on the Flying Dutchman specifically in our coverage of Route 666. Did we already? I think it was mentioned, because okay. we were talking about, like, ghost, like, like haunted vessels, haunted, like, pieces forms of transportation. I think we just mentioned it. I'm going into the lore a little but bit yeah, of the Flying Dutchman. So, it's a vessel with no living crew aboard. It may be a fictional ghostly vessel, such as the Flying Dutchman, or a physical derelict found adrift with its crew missing or dead, like the Mary Celeste. And you know something about that, don't you? Mary Celeste? No. I thought you went over that before. Did I? I thought you did. When? With, like, the missing crew? I don't remember that. I'm interested. Mm, the Mary Celeste was an American merchant brigantine discovered adrift and deserted in the Atlantic Ocean off the Azores Islands, Azores Islands on December 4th, 1872. The Canadian brigantine De Gratia found her in a disheveled but seaworthy condition under partial sail with her lifeboat missing. I the swear last you went entry over in this. her log was dated 10 days earlier. Did I? I know I've heard about this somewhere. I thought it was from you, but I maybe heard it on a podcast or something. I think I heard it on a podcast. (laughs) I think I've read about, like, heard about this on a podcast. She left New York City for Genoa on November 7th. Oh, we listened to this episode together, I think. With that one lady that you like. Oh, was it an episode of um, Supernatural with Ashley Flowers? I think so, yeah. Is it? I think Ghost Ships was an episode, and she mentioned that. Because it seems really familiar, and I'm associating it with it you. <laughs> Here, let me check. That's a good show. Mm-hmm. If y'all haven't listened to Supernatural with Ashley Flowers. Ghost. The Mary Celeste. The Mary Celeste, yeah, yeah you're we right. Did. Okay. We did, in fact, listen. So, um... 
I will try. I probably won't get around to linking. If this you guys in the want to listen to that episode of Supernatural about the uh, Mary Celeste, it's very it's, interesting. It's Supernatural with Ashley Flowers. For anyone who's a true crime fan, you may recognize that name because she is one half of the Crime Junkie podcast and one of the like heads of um, Audio Chuck. So she's very talented. Um, she's a great podcasting voice, but she did a collaboration with, I don't remember, some podcasting network to do um, a, like, limited run podcast about, like, supernatural phenomenons. It's very fun, very good. I think I've mentioned it before. Um, I also recommend, I listened to this when I did some janitorial work. Um, it's called Haunted Road with Amy Bruni, mm, who's fun. one of the, um, she was on the Ghost Hunters TV show. Mm, I'm trying to not block the microphone with your oh. phone. <laughs> um, and she's one of the stars of Kindred Spirits, so if you guys like ghost hunting, that type yeah. of thing. She also did an episode on a ghost ship as well. Um, let me see. I can't remember what ship it was. It was somewhere in Canada. Oh, yeah, there it is. Um, anyway, it was about one of the ships in the Great Lakes, um, in Lake Superior. And it's kind of a ghost ship episode as well interesting. That is very good. So yeah, there's some fun resources. I will try and link, remember to link the episode, the Supernatural with Ashley Flowers episode about the Mary Celeste because I, I, now I remember listening to yeah. it with you and it's good. It's very good. Alright, continuing okay. onward. Um, the term is sometimes used for ships that have been decommissioned but not yet scrapped as well as drifting boats that have been found after breaking loose of the ropes and get getting carried away by the wind or the waves. Um, a famous example of a ghost ship is the Flying Dutchman, um, which is said to never be able to make port, doomed to sail the oceans forever. Um, the myth is likely to have originated from the 17th century golden age of the Dutch East India Company and Dutch maritime power. Um, the oldest version of the legend has been dated to the late 18th century. According to the legend, if hailed by another ship, the crew of the Flying Dutchman was said to try and send messages to land or to get peop or to people long dead. Um, reported sightings in the 19th and 20th centuries claimed that the ship glowed with a ghostly light. Um, in ocean lore, the sign of or sight of this phantom ship is a portent of doom. Mm, so it's a death omen. Yeah. So many death omens. <laughs> Alright uh, Ghost ships are so interesting Alright, so the boys are dealing with a ghost and a ghost ship um, Sam, getting back to the episode uh, they gone over their stuff Sam explains that he, he brings up that they don't know why the ghost is picking victims and Bella's like why does that matter? Like, is that really a detail you need? Um, it's it's useful, it's good for story making, <laughs> storytelling, but it is <laughs> not really important detail. But I, mean, I think it the boys... some kind of narrow down yeah, the next it victim can might help, be. Yeah, it can help narrow down things, and I it can also, um, if the situation calls for it, I think it can help them 
like knowing the motive can help them narrow down who the ghost might be. Mm-hmm. But um, Bella's like, in this case, I don't give a fuck. Um, she knows where the hand is. Uh, she suggests that they re- they uh, get it, salt and burn it, vanquish the spirit. Um, the boys are like, why the fuck are you helping us? And she just kind of like brushes it off. She doesn't really answer their questions. Um, she says they're going to need some help getting the hand. Um, and we cut to later, and that now it's evening again. This is like the longest hunt ever. I think it's been three nights now. <laughs> Uh, and Bella is scolding Dean. She's like, Sam and his date are already halfway there. <laughs> She's like, what are you, a girl? Get down here. And Dean comes down the stairs. This is iconic within the Supernatural fandom. They love this this bit where Dean comes down the stairs like a girl on prom night in his suit. Um, and Bella, you just watch her, like, straighten up. She's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Oh, he's hot. <laughs> like, she already knew he was hot, but, like, oh, he cleans up really nice, too. Oh, boy. Uh, she, Dean's <laughs> like, I know, I look ridiculous. And then she's like, that's not the word I would use. And he's like, what? And she's like, when this is over, we should really have angry sex. <laughs> and then, of course, Dean, <laughs> he, like, he does, this, once again, girl's hitting on him. He's a little bit unsure of what to do. And so he just crosses his arms and, like, pouts a little bit and is like, don't objectify me. <laughs> But he definitely has a moment of like, whoa, wait, fuck, what? <laughs> what? I love how this whole like scene is kind of like reverse roles. Yes, usually be like this the girl coming down the steps and all yeah. that. Yeah. Well, and with Sam and Gert, we're kind of getting a role reversal too, because it's very often like an old, at least in real life, like an older man like hitting on a younger woman. Yeah. And now I have an older woman hitting on a younger man. Poor Sam though, just gets the creepy older women consistently throughout the show. <laughs> They have a thing for him. Uh, later in the show, he will learn... He will get a little bit more comfortable with using it to his advantage. Um, especially if said creepy older woman is, a, like, a bad guy of some kind or something, you know? Like, uh-huh. he's... But for now, he's, like... He's not having a good time. I don't blame him. This poor guy gets the short end of the stick. There's a whole next sequence. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of it's on like it's played for comedy, but it honestly is like kind of upsetting. Like in two thousand seven, I can see why people would be like, "Oh, that's funny," and especially because Sam's a guy. But like in twenty twenty two, like I'm, we're we're better than that. We've learned a bit more. Um, so the plan is though, Gert has obtained invitations for the three of them. Uh, and her to attend a function at the Maritime Museum, which is where the Hand of Glory is being kept. The plan is that Sam will keep Gertrude busy, um, and Dean and Bella are going to steal the Hand of Glory. Uh, Dean does not have a plan, and Bella is like, okay, well, not gonna give him too much time to think, so she just pretends to faint in his arms. Uh... (laughs) He persuades a security guard to let them go to an upstairs room hey, so she does can recover. Gert have to be here again? She's the one who gets them tickets. Oh, okay. It's like a hoity toity expensive event and she's obviously quite wealthy. Yeah. So okay. yeah. She's the one who got them tickets. Uh <laughs> at poor Sam's expense. <laughs> um so Dean and Bella go up to a room. Meanwhile, through this whole bit, we keep cutting back down to Sam dancing with Gertrude in the ballroom, having the worst night of his life. Poor dude. (laughs) He's not having a very good time. Um, 
so Dean and Bella, they go upstairs to this room, they get, like, shut in, uh, like, privately, um, <laughs> Dean's like, you could have given me some warning, and she says, I didn't want you thinking you're not very good at that. Um, there are much nicer ways you could have put that. Bella's not nice, though, so, like, you know, but she's not entirely wrong. Like, it's very common that if Dean has time to overthink something, he, like, fumbles it. He's very, he's often much better at just, like, in the moment, split-second decisions, you know, not really getting a chance to consider his options too much and fuck it up. <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. So, but they have obtained access to the upstairs floors, I guess. Except for Dean Young goes downstairs. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Um, so Dean goes down, I guess, to steal the Hand of Glory. He comes up the stairs. (laughs) While Bella stays in the room, um, the security guard, like, comes to check on them and see what they've been getting up to. Um, so Bella plays that they're having a little fun time in there (laughs) to try and get him to leave, which works. She does some, like... Like voice acting after the guard after she like closes the door yeah. again. It's She's like she tells it. it. Yeah. <laughs> and but the guard runs into Dean on the way back up. Dean who has successfully like cracked a secure case and stolen the hand of glory. Which yeah. is good job. Go Dean. <laughs> <laughs> and the the guard's like, uh, oh, she's been getting looked after up there. <laughs> Dean, Dean says something like, oh, thanks for looking after her or something. Yeah. Uh, and the guard's like, yeah, she's being looked after all right. Like, he... <laughs> He's like, I'm not getting involved in this. <laughs> it's good. It's really good. Uh, downstairs, a very drunk Gertrude, um... Reveals to Sam, <laughs> I don't know how many glasses of, I'm guessing it's champagne, because that's the kind of glass yeah. that they have. Sam just chugs one earlier in the night. He's like, okay, if I'm gonna have to get through this, I'm, I'm gonna have to be drunk. <laughs> um, it's so funny, because she's like, to us, and clinks their glasses, and then he just, he just like, chugs it. <laughs> downs it, and she's like, stared at him, like, what the fuck? Um, but Gertrude is extremely drunk. Uh, And she reveals to Sam that there are apparently rumors that the Warren brothers, so Peter and the other guy that were murdered, uh, or that was killed, that they murdered their father, that it wasn't a natural death. Um, Sam's like, okay, that's interesting. And then he asks if Sheila, like, had any connection to them, and Gertrude's like, not that I know of. Um, and then she reveals that Sheila was in a car accident as a teenager and that her cousin was apparently killed. So both, or not both, all three of the victims so far have been involved in some way in the death of a family member. Very important. Sam is putting dots together. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I have connected the dots. (laughs) Have you seen that? Um, BuzzFeed Unsolved meme. He's like, I have connected the dots. And then Ryan's like, you connected nothing. <laughs> I don't know if I have. That's a good meme. Um, I'm going to find it for you. So Bella comes and gets Gert and she's like, I'm going to get her a cold shower. <laughs> um, Gert's like very, like very loud whisper confides in Bella. She's like, 
he wants, he wants me. <laughs> And Dean is enjoying this very much. Oh yeah, Dean's having a grand old time. <laughs> and so Bella leaves with Gert, and the boys go back to their car, where they realize that Bella has tricked Dean and stolen the hand, replacing it with a bottle, like a bottled ship. Yeah, which we actually saw her pick ship up in a bottle <laughs> earlier. Yeah. Um, which before the security guard earlier. Here it is. Shane says, I've connected the dots. Ryan says, you didn't connect shit. <laughs> Shane says, I've connected them. <laughs> um. I've connected. You didn't connect shit. I've connected. <laughs> Literally. Wi-Fi. <laughs> We're back on the fucking Wi-Fi. Um, Again. So Bella has right. sold the hand to a client, which was her goal all along. Uh, but then she sees the ghost ship and she's yep. like oh shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, meanwhile back at the house uh, back at the ranch Sam and Dean are arguing about whose fault this is um, when Bella arrives uh, and she is in a bit of a panic and she explains that she sold the hand it's halfway across the ocean she won't get it back in time she saw the ship uh, Sam's like hmm that's interesting, because you know what we've figured out is that all of the people who have been killed by this, by the ghost, uh, all had links to deaths of a family member, uh, which means that Bella was involved in the death of a family member, uh, and she, Dean's like pressing, like pushing uh-huh. for this info, and this is, this is one of the aspects that I love about Bella is like the way that. Lauren plays this, like, you can see it, like, in her eyes, Mm -hmm. that Dean is pushing at something really deep and traumatic. Yeah. Like, a really, like, dark piece of her that she doesn't want to have to deal with. Um, that she's not at all ready to talk to anybody about, especially the Winchesters. Like, this is a very sore subject for her. And Lauren's acting is just so good. So good. Like, the little minute details within her face tell a lifetime of trauma. Like, the trauma. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and, like, um, I don't know if... Did you... Have you gotten to her... I think so. Death yet? I think it's next episode. I kind of remember it. But not all of it. It might be next. Mm, it's not next episode because we get one more episode with her um but she admits to have been involved in someone's death uh she will not elaborate Dean is like uh well too bad for you like you fucked up tough luck um Dean's ready to just leave her yeah uh Sam is kind of torn cause Sam is very much a save people person even though he doesn't like Bella, uh, he still, like, wants to help like, her. If you have the opportunity to save someone's life, you still have to do it, you know? Yeah, Moral exactly. obligation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Bella basically begs mm. them to help her. Like, this is the most vulnerable we've ever seen Bella. Uh, and it's very interesting, because she was, like, on her snarkiest yeah. all episode, and now she has been brought all the way down to the lowest she can get at this point in time. Um, And Dean's like, 
well, you fucking sold your way out of this shit, so tough luck. Uh, and this is when Sam reveals that there actually might be another option. I love Dean's, excuse me, <laughs> like, the way that he, like, turns and looks at Sam. He does this, this is something that happens, like, every now and then, where Sam, like, has a little reveal, and Dean's like, why didn't you tell me? <laughs> but just with his face. It's so good. So good. So they go to a cemetery. <laughs> so I guess Sam had found the sailor's grave. Of the ghost. Oh, because they... Sam reveals... I forgot to mention this. Sam reveals in the previous scene that the captain of the ship that the the sailor... It was his brother. ...was right? on was the the sailor's brother. The man so who was hung... His grave? His brother. Um, I don't Which brother's know. grave is it? <laughs> I think... I don't know. It's one of... I, I think it's the captain's yeah. grave. Um, but we... We have this revealed that the captain of the ship that hung this sailor, um, that captain was the sailor's brother. So Mm -hmm. he basically didn't protect his own brother from being tried and hung. So, which is why that's, that's where the whole, like, killing people who were involved in the death of a family member, that's where that's coming from. Okay, one of the graves of one I of the brothers. I think it's the captains. I think so, yeah. That makes the most sense, because, like, the sailor probably was, like, buried at sea. Yeah. And um, plus they needed the hand so they could salt and burn it, so. Or cremated. He might have been cremated. Um, at sea, though? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how boats work. <laughs> I mean, I feel like they just dump it overboard. Yeah. Plus he was all wet. Like, he'd been Yeah, that's what in I water. think, too. I don't so. know. Anyway, so it starts raining. Um, it just starts pouring. Really hard. Because the sailor makes an appearance. Yeah, so S- Sam starts summoning the ghost of the ship's captain, who had the sailor killed. Um, Meanwhile, the sailor's trying to kill Bella. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the sailor appears and, like, touches Bella, and she's starting to drown. Um, the two brothers confront S- each other. Sam is reading real fucking slow. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> Considering how I'm stumbling over are. this Latin really he's... slowly, <laughs> um, he's reading like a whole book. <laughs> he's reading the fucking novel in Latin. Did you notice he says Castiel? No, no, it, it's I didn't. Early on in the chant, um, I wonder if I can find it. Uh, it might be in the transcript. <laughs> I doubt they transcripted everything he said. <laughs> the whole Latin thing. Huh. Boop. There it is. It's literally the second word he says. He says Aziel Castiel. I don't know how to pronounce that. And then he starts going into the Latin. One of my friends speculated that, like, because he's, like, summoning a ghost, that he may have to, like, summon a celestial power of some kind. Yeah, it's like resurrection type of thing. Yeah. So, like, maybe that's why there's, like, these angelic names that are mentioned. Hmm. But, yeah, I think it's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it says Castiel. Especially for the beginning of next season. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, anyway, so the two brothers confront each other. One's like, you hanged me, and the other one's like, I'm sorry. And then they, like, collide in- into this, like spray of yeah, water, which this, is cool. The the one brother, the sailor, like, throws himself at the captain. 
and it's such it's a, cool a cool effect. effect yeah. They just like it's they kind of they do a slow motion so you can really like feel the moment where they just collide and it's just like they both just dissolve into water. Like mm-hmm. there's like a moment where the the one brother goes through the other mm-hmm. and then it's just like an ex- like like waves crashing on a rock. Yeah, that's cool. It's really neat. Very well done. And then Bella stops choking and she's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Bella is saved. Um I tried so hard to find a good screenshot of Sammy soaking wet to use for our podcast art. Uh, but I was not having good luck, and I was too lazy to make one of my own, so. <laughs> but it looks really good. <laughs> There's just all caps that says, wet Sammy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got to later. Bella has come back to the house. The boys are packing up. Uh, she has decided to show her thanks by giving them $10,000, so she's not in anyone's debt. That's her reasoning. Dean's like, <laughs> you'll really pay ten grand instead of saying thank you. <laughs> You are so damaged. <laughs> Takes one to know one. <laughs> yeah. So that's fun. Uh, and she heads off again. And the boys are back on the road. I think it's nighttime again. <laughs> they do a lot of driving at night. Like, a lot of driving at yeah. night. I think in general, it's just easier Less to do on the night road. driving. Well, no... I'm talking, like, logistically filming-wise. Oh. It's easier to do night driving because you can do that on a studio without a green screen. Like, I my film yeah, class has done sense. that. Like, we've, I've done it before. I've put it into action. You don't have like to have all set. the background stuff passing yeah, by. Yeah, exactly. What you do instead, it's called the poor man's process for anyone who's not familiar with the making of movies. Uh, it's very, very common if you see a nighttime scene. Um, in a movie or a TV show, it's very, very likely that this is the way they filmed it. They will put the car on a soundstage, and then they will choreograph, basically, a dance of crew members holding lights around the car. And so someone, like, when we did it uh, in one of my classes, there was a guy up on a ladder, and he was, like, swinging this light around, so it looked like a str- like street lights passing by over the top of the car. Oh, that's cool. And, like, they- we had some lights, like, in the background that were kind of, like, people holding two lights, and they were kind of drifting back and forth, and, like, moving in and out of frame, like, cars passing by, and then, like, someone in front- had like red lights that they would like turn on to indicate that the person in front of them was like breaking and like it That's was cool. it's a whole thing and sometimes you can have someone like m- like gently like pushing on the bumper of the car to like give it that like motion mm-hmm. but v- very 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 often that is the way that nighttime car scenes are filmed and that supernatural like perfected it. They literally had a setup. They it's probably still exists somewhere. I'm sure some crew member took it home um and it or it got added to someone's kit. Um but it was a board with like holes in it and then like lights like on a rail like a track that would pass behind to create the light effects. Like they had they had this system down to perfection <laughs> to create these nighttime scenes yeah, by the end of the show. So that's why they do a lot of nighttime scenes is because it's much, much easier than having to mount a camera on the outside of a car, you know? Um, I know for Hawaii 5.0, they very often actually put the car... Hawaii 5.0 has a... The 2010 one has a lot 
a lot of car scenes. Yeah. It's it's a bit of a thing. Um because Steve likes to drive Danny's car. Danny never gets to drive his own car. It's it's a running gag throughout the whole show. Um but they have a lot of daytime car scenes. Um and so what they would do was they'd put the car on a trailer. <laughs> and then they just drive around. Yeah, they just drive around. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. Done That's before. <laughs> a very common one if you're doing a daytime scene. They also do a thing where they will like mount the camera like on a big thing on. The, it's got like big powerful suction cup things that stick it on the car. There's an episode in season 11 where I'll show you some behind the scenes shots, but that's what they did. They like mounted the camera on the hood. There's li- there was literally a whole sequence of shots where they took the windshield off to put the camera. <laughs> Like, right up close. It's a whole thing. But yeah, that's why they film a lot of nighttime scenes. Um, nighttime driving scenes is because it's cheaper. Because they can do it during sense. the daytime. <laughs> you just have a dark building. Um, so the boys are in the car, though. Dean wants to head to Atlantic City to make use of their new money. Um, uh, he tells... Listen. Dean tells Dean. Shish. He tells Sam um, that he understands why Sam did what he did um, by going to see the Crossroads Demon. And he's like, I literally, I basically did the same thing. Um, and he's, he's like, um, you know, you're, but you're like, you're, you're stronger than me. You'll be okay. You'll get over it. Um, Sam is looking at him like, you are you fucking serious? <laughs> um, and then Dean apologizes for, like, all of the, like, pain and worry that this deal is causing. Uh, and Sam kind of blows up a little bit. He's like, I don't want your fucking apologies. I don't want you worrying about me. I want you to take care of yourself. Um, and he tells Dean, he wants Dean to care that he's dying. Uh, and then there's kind of silence in the car for a moment. Um, and Sam's like, are you gonna say anything? And Dean's like, you know what? I think I'm gonna play some craps. Completely. Just completely changes the subject. Doesn't acknowledge anything he said. Yep. Yep. And that is the end of this episode. It's very interesting. Very interesting way to end it. I'd totally forgotten about that scene. Um. Yeah. This is a very interesting way to end this episode. Um. Dean really doesn't... He's getting to the point where he doesn't really want to talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> Dean de- de- doesn't want to talk about this anymore. Um, I'm going all the way down. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> silence in the car after that point. It's a very interesting way to end the episode. It just kind of leaves yeah, you... Yeah. It just leaves on a... It leaves very open-ended... Dean, uh, Dean doesn't have a response to Sam wanting him to care that he's dying because I don't like Dean is trying to pretend he doesn't care. Mm-hmm. That's something we really saw in Sin City when Casey was like, "You aren't you scared?" and Dean was like, "Nah, I'm not scared." And he's lying through his teeth, and you can totally see it like all over his face. But he's working really, really, really hard to convince everybody, including himself that he's not scared. Mm-hmm. He's obviously freaking the hell out. <laughs> he doesn't want to go to hell. He doesn't want to die. 
but he needs to be brave because if he's brave then like i think he's trying to he's trying to be okay so that sam will be okay mm-hmm. and he's trying to believe that sam will be okay um like trying to convince himself that it's all just going to be fine even though he knows at his core that it's really not oh so so interesting I, lo- I like this episode this is a really fun episode i fucking love bella bella's iconic She's a queen. Bella's great. She's badass and snarky as hell. She's not af- I love that she's not afraid to, like, tell the boys. Like, she's rude about it, but she's not afraid to, like, call the boys out on their shit and, like, yeah. <laughs> give it to them like it is. Like, she's, she's right. They sassy. are basically serial killers. <laughs> <laughs> For monsters. She's very sassy. Very sassy. Lots of attitude. I love her. I really enjoy Bella. She's just... She's really... A grand time. You okay? <laughs> I was trying to say pretty and beautiful at the same time. Babe's struggling. She's hot. She's fucking stunning. Oh my gosh. Lauren is gorgeous and so talented. She just has great chemistry with both of the boys. Um, She does. Yeah. Like, she work, they bounce off each other so well. Especially her and Jensen. Like, they really play off each other real great. <laughs> it's pretty... It's fun. Always a good time. Um, is there anything else you wanted to talk about about this episode? No. No? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Um, next week... Or no, not next week. On the... Let's see. The 22nd. That's not gonna work. Yeah, it is if we record sometime before next. Uh-huh. We'll just not record on this day. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> to record, you know, on Monday. Or not the... F- sometime. The day is today. <laughs> today. Technically, it's this day now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but if we, like, record on this day, you know? Well, not that day. That's when we're doing stuff. We can record in the evening. Maybe. I don't know if that'll work, but you we sure? could do it later that week, though. Yeah, or sometime throughout the week, as long as we just don't record on that day, or probably not that day either, we'll be yeah. fine. Yeah, that's true. We'll be fine. So, our next episode, which will come out on the 22nd of May, because we, like we said, we're moving. Our move date did it's get... literally the 22nd. Pushed. <laughs> that's my move date. Haley's is the 21st, um, because it's a whole thing. Long story. But we will be talking about Fresh Blood which was written by Sarah Gamble and directed by Kim Manners. And I am excited, because I like this episode. <laughs> we get some scary badass Sam. Us being good. Super psyched. Very excited about this episode. But in the meantime, thank you guys so much for watching. If you like what you hear and you haven't already, please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app. We are on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all those fun places. Also, if you are able to, please, please, please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. It helps the algorithm, helps more people find us. Word of mouth is also really great. So if you have any fellow Supernatural fans, please tell them about us. Uh, if you would like to reach out, you can find the pod on Twitter at TalkAboutSamPod and on Instagram at we need to talk about Sam Podcast, and on Tumblr and TikTok at we need to talk about Sam. Um, if you want to contact me personally, I run all of our social media accounts 
but my personal accounts are Little Red Who Could on Twitter and the Little Red Who Could on Tumblr. And Haley, my love, where can people find you? <laughs> just... <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I just looked over and Haley's squishing her nose. My nose doesn't really do that. Yeah, it does. No, not to the same extent. Like, my nose is much... I feel like my nose is much stiffer than yours. <laughs> like, do you see the difference? I, I can't see my own nose, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Can you, like, feel the difference? Like, Yeah, like, maybe a little bit, yeah. Yeah, I think your nose... I just have more nose at the I end, think I, I guess. have more cart... Yeah, like, my cartilage goes down further than yours. Yeah. We're having a weird conversation. <laughs> We're off topic. Haley... I just looked over and Haley was, like, squishing her nose up. Like... Like a pig. Like a pig. <laughs> so it looked really funny. <laughs> Just do your, do your um, social media things. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at lifeflowson3 and Tumblr at hfthoughts-blog. All right. Thank you guys again so much for listening, and we will talk to you not next week, in two weeks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Two weeks. Two weeks. Bye. <laughs>